Excited to welcome back to Podcast Me Anything, Dave Zorob, the co-founder and CEO of Chartable. We have spoken to Dave twice before on the show. The reason why we're reaching out today is I got an email from Chartable talking about a new feature called Smart Promos that we definitely want to get into, we definitely want to talk about. But since it's been a while since we last spoke to Dave, I figured let's get an update on Chartable, what they're up to, what they're doing, why people should be using it, and we'll go from there. So first, Dave, thank you so much for joining us here today. Thank you so much for having me, Matthew. Happy to talk about Chartable and all the wonderful things we do for as long as you will possibly let me talk. All right. <laughs> so Folks, um, settle in. It's going to be, take a while. So it's for- going to take a while. So get get a coffee. Everybody relax. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start right at the beginning. Chartable, when we first met, PodFest 2019, I believe, Chartable is basically rolling out and you guys are trying to help measure podcasts performance and help us track our marketing. So take us real quickly, what is Chartable and what have you guys been up to since the rollout? Absolutely. So Chartable helps publishers understand and grow their audiences and we help advertisers figure out if the ads they're buying on podcasts are actually working. So for the publishers, the folks that are probably listening to this show, folks who make podcasts, the creators, the people that are the lifeblood of this industry, we help you get all your podcast data in one place. That means your downloads, your ratings and reviews, your chart positions, also your consumption data from Apple and Spotify and hopefully other platforms in the future. And on top of that, on top of all that wonderful, wonderful data, we try to give you stuff that's actually useful other than a bunch of tables and graphs. We give you a tool called Smart Links, which helps you figure out which channels are actually driving new listeners to your podcast. So if you have a Twitter profile or a Facebook profile or a newsletter or you're buying ads somewhere, We'll help you figure out which of those things are actually driving downloads of your podcast, not just clicks on your link. And as Matthew mentioned, we recently launched a product called Smart Promos. And Smart Promos helps you track whether or not the guest spots or audio ads you're buying or trading on other podcasts are driving new listeners. So let's back up a little bit. So we were talking about for publishers, whether or not what they're doing is working. And one of the things that I believe you mentioned here, at least we talked about early on, is attribution, right? So I'm an advertiser. I want to start putting my content inside of podcasts and I want to know, great, I'm doing this and maybe I'm giving it a promo code. Maybe I'm giving it a special link and I can see the clicks, but otherwise, how do I know if this stuff is working and you guys make that easier? So how do you do that? Yeah. Well, the answer is it's complicated, but in a nutshell, (laughs) in a nutshell, we're kind of triangulating between all the different players that are part of this process. So it's quite a lovely dance. If an advertiser is buying podcast ads, they're usually buying on a bunch of different shows. So maybe they'll be buying some dynamic spots that get dynamically inserted from a platform like Megaphone or Art19 or Triton or AdsWiz. Maybe they're buying some baked-in spots on other shows because the other shows only do baked-in, or maybe they want to try that as an experiment. So we're collecting data a couple of different ways, depending on how the ads are actually placed in the podcast. We then collect data from the advertiser themselves, whether they're, you know, for example, selling a mattress on their website. We'll stick a little JavaScript on their website and help them let us know when user X, and to be clear, we do not collect any identifiable info about user X. We're going to get into that more. But just uh, user X buys a mattress and we say, okay, in the last 30 days, do we think that this person was exposed to any podcast ads and did those ads perhaps have an influence on their ultimate decision to purchase the mattress? And that is like a pretty high level thing. The actual stuff, I mean, getting even deeper, we we run what we call incremental lift, which is trying to isolate the effect of podcast ads we run against control groups. It all gets pretty gnarly and, and data intensive, but you know, ultimately the, the high level is still the same. The idea here is that 
we believe that podcast ads are a wonderful medium because podcasts are a wonderful medium. And we believe that the ads work because, you know, people are spending so much time with these shows and the engagement is sky high and you're also only listening to one podcast at one time and all the other million reasons, the intimacy of the medium, et cetera, et cetera. And so our thesis was if we can help advertisers understand what's actually driving actions, whether that's installing an app or buying something, then hopefully over time, they will spend more of their precious ad dollars on podcasts and ultimately get those dollars into the pockets of the creators in the industry. And so far, that's proved to be true. So that's been a wonderful thing in the last year for us. So when you say it's proven to be true without talking about any specific clients or anything like that, like your interaction with the brands that are also reaching out to Chartable to get the, you to track their stuff with all the podcasts that they're buying into, they seem happy. They're coming back. They're, you know, yeah, increasing Yeah, for spend. sure. Especially for the folks that have been running podcast ads for a long time, they often have a way that they already kind of figure out if the ads are working. So they got, like you mentioned, promo codes that go to mattress.com slash PMA and enter code PMA and you know, you'll get Matthew's special discount. Disclaimer, right? that will not work anywhere. That will not work, to be clear. <laughs> I don't even know if mattress.com is a real thing, but it's my example. So often what we're able to demonstrate is that the ads work even better than they already thought, right? Because those ways of measuring are imperfect. I mean, of course, everything is imperfect. It's life. They're often not capturing the full effect of an ad. And so we're able to shed some further light on actually this show in particular, this set of shows are driving way more sales than you think. It's just that the listeners don't necessarily remember to type in the promo code. And so let's go back. You mentioned the privacy piece. And before we jumped on the call, I was telling you that I was having an interaction online with Rob Walsh of Lipson about privacy and some other companies that do podcast attribution. So what is it that you're doing to protect the privacy of listeners? Yeah, I think it's a fantastic question. It's something that Rob and I have certainly discussed. And, you know, it's an ongoing conversation (laughs) in the industry. So the big thing that we try to do, well, there's a bunch of things. Well, first, we try to make sure that everything we're doing complies with all applicable regulations, which it turns out is a ton of work. But of course, because we are a business operating in the world, we follow all the rules that we know about and that we can, right? So we've spent a long time going through a compliance program. For listeners in the U.S. in particular, it's different in the U.S. and Europe. The strongest privacy regulations are currently in California. So we have this whole system for allowing Californians to exercise their rights to opt out or tell us not to sell their information, et cetera, et cetera. Basically, there's a bunch of rules. We follow them. You can go to chartable.com slash privacy and learn more about exactly how we follow them. We encourage, I mean, we don't just encourage, we require everyone we work with also to follow all applicable regulations for Small publishers, they're not usually required to comply just based on the laws that as they currently exist. There are different thresholds for how big you are. And so we have to because we touch a fair amount of data, but the average podcast doesn't have to worry about this stuff. It's not really meant for solo shops, right? And so But it's easier to know now, like right to do it now so that if I you would do definitely grow, recommend you're... paying attention. That said, like this stuff changes pretty fast. So by the time you hit like however many Californian listeners you'd need to actually make it so you'd have to start complying with the California privacy laws, you may want to have a little heads up <laughs> before you get there so you're not just like scrambling once it happens. I mean, ultimately the way we look at it is again, we're we're not trying to hide what we do. We feel that we are well within the boundaries of what's not just like legal, but also like, I think morally okay in the industry. Our goal here is to help the podcasters that you love get paid more by showing that the ads actually work. I think that that's something that a lot of people can get behind. If they don't want to get behind it, they're welcome to go to chartable.com slash privacy and opt out of everything. And we will process that for sure. 
But in the meantime, we take all that compliance stuff super seriously. We take security super seriously. It's literally stuff that keeps me up at night, making sure that we're doing the right thing here. <laughs> I understood. You know, something else that seems to come up a lot is I see folks in many of the Facebook groups, they post something like, hey, I just saw a thing on Chartable that says I was 198 in, you know, all entrepreneurial shows on the iTunes store. Is that legit? And I guess the question is, was that legit? I mean, my yes. instinct is that yes, but I mean, it feels like, is it just a flash in the pan or like, how does that how Yeah, does that The happen? Apple charts past the top positions can be pretty high movement. So like, okay, maybe you're 198 for a hot second, right? What does that mean? I, I don't know that it means you should like drop everything and start chasing this dream, right? <laughs> the way that we look at it is it's just part of the overall picture of how you're doing. It's a little piece of feedback. Podcasting for folks who don't have a podcast it's a notoriously difficult medium to get feedback from your listeners. I don't know if you feel that way, Matthew, but it's like sometimes you put something out there, you get nothing back. Nothing. It's true. Right? It's, it's tough. True. And so you are just kind of left, okay, I'm going to keep putting out episodes and keep putting them out. And like, what am I, am I connecting with anyone? So this is like, the way we look at it is it's one star in the constellation of feedback that you can get that you wouldn't be able to get otherwise. Right? If you're 198 in the entrepreneurship category, congratulations. I think you should keep going. Should you bet your life savings on it? I'm not sure. I'd have to look at the, the details, you know? <laughs> but it's not like you were in there for six hours. It's like as soon as you touch it, it sort of triggers that alert in Chartable, right? Yeah. So we checked the iTunes charts, at least in the US. I should say Apple Podcasts, not iTunes. You're correct. We touched the Apple Podcast charts. Or we fetched them once an hour. We don't necessarily populate that to everyone on the site because there's like 50,000 people who have signed up. It would, you know, we had, Our servers would literally melt if we tried to do that. But we do update at least once a day, if not more often. What we see, we feel pretty confident in our data fetching abilities. That said, Apple changes this stuff all the time. It's possible we're getting some stuff wrong, but it's something we continually revisit. We try to make sure it's as accurate as it possibly can be. And you guys are also, when it comes to your download data that you're providing, is also it's IAB certified. So That's it is correct. The thing that ends up being the most confusing for the download stuff is that somebody will stick our prefix in their RSS feed, which is the way that we are able to give you download analytics. And they'll say, hey, wait a sec, that episode I released a week ago, you don't have the right number for it. And, and our answer is like, yeah, of course, because we weren't in your feed a week ago. There's no way that we can see the downloads that <laughs> happened a week ago. But that tends to be like a, a point of confusion. Like probably one of the biggest, most frequent questions we have is like, we can't give you analytics on your downloads if we weren't there in your feed to see the downloads, right? So from the point you stick our little thing in your feed, from that point on, we will count properly. <laughs> but we can't go we can't go back in the past on that stuff. All right. Good point of clarification. That probably answers a lot of people's questions about that. Yeah, for stuff. sure. We literally get like multiple emails a day with that exact same question, <laughs> which tells you that we have work to do to make it more obvious in the site itself. But there you go. So now let's talk about this new feature, the smart promo. Essentially, it is for podcast ad attribution, but specifically podcast to podcast advertising. So what are promos and why are we jumping into this space? Well, we consider this to be one of the most effective, if not the most effective ways to grow an audience. And so for all the creators out there who wish they had their more downloads, which I think is literally everyone, <laughs> this can be a really effective way to do it. And we have a bunch of reasons why, and we have some data to show why, like the conversion rates on a podcast ad are better than a social media ad. The price per new download is going to be lower, all kinds of math that we could show you and potentially bore you. But really, when you think about it, the reason why it works, or one of the reasons why they work, 
So you're already listening to a podcast, which means you are a podcast listener by definition, and you know how to listen to podcasts. And so if you hear an ad for a podcast, you don't have to be told, okay, you got to go to your phone and find that purple icon with the Apple podcast thing, click it, open it, search for this thing. You know how to do that stuff. So you hear about a show you might like, you'll go check it out, right? And so we've seen you know, 10% or more conversion rates, meaning that for every 100 people who heard the ad, 10 people go check out the podcast, which in the online advertising world is just insane and wonderful. So we built this tool to help you figure out the right way or the the best way to build your audience with podcast ads. And that's our smart promos tool. So you can buy, sell, trade a promo with another show, and we'll tell you how many listeners came over because of that promo. And to be clear, this is aggregate data. We don't know who these people are, and we won't tell you. We give you no individual information. So this doesn't even trigger any of the privacy. I mean, I'm sure somebody will tell you that they don't want it to happen, but this doesn't wait into the same territory, for example, that the advertising stuff does. Gotcha. All right. So, and the smart promo feature, by the way. So when we first spoke, Chartable was pretty much free, right? Like most people could just sign up and do stuff. And now you have started to price out your plans a little bit. And smart promos is not part of the free That's tier, correct. Right? It's currently only available for enterprise customers, which is folks who are doing hundreds of thousands or millions of downloads a month. The real reason behind that is that there's still a fair amount of manual labor on our end to make sure that this works properly. As we improve the product and make it more and more self-serve, it should be more accessible to folks who aren't pushing millions of downloads. But you know, we can't afford to have our team <laughs> setting up all these things for small shows. We would go out of business, right? So we're hoping to make it more and more automated. And as it gets more automated, we'll open it up to more people. Very cool. All right. So if you don't have a free chartable account, now's the time. Sign up. Add it. Almost every major hosting platform makes it easy to take your chartable prefix, put it on your show. Start tracking, get your emails, get your reviews, get your charts, get you know, get the smart links, all that good stuff. We've talked about a whole bunch of other features that are going to be good. Why else should we look into this? What can you divulge now about something coming down the pipeline? We've got a lot of stuff on the roadmap. Ultimately, like I was saying, there's not a lot of ways to get great feedback on your show. We're one of the only ways, and really we're one of the only ways to quantitatively grow your show, meaning to get the numbers behind what's actually working to grow your audience. When we survey people, we've done like general population surveys as well as surveys of our users. Like, what's the number one problem? The number one problem is give me some more downloads, right? <laughs> and so we give you some wonderful tools to do that. And, you know, we're going to be opening more and more up to everyone over time. So give us a try. And uh, either way, thanks for hearing me ramble about the math behind growing your show. <laughs> well, and when some of those new features come out, we promise to bring Dave back. And if we can, maybe we'll even, you know, arrange some time where you can ask your questions of him and learn more about their platform. But again, if you're not using it yet, chartable.com, sign up, add your prefix, start to take a look at that data. And then there are great ways that you can use that data to help you and your show. It has been once again, an absolute pleasure chatting with Dave Zorob, the co-founder and CEO of Chartable. Dave, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening, everyone. 